welcome to the Paragon Financial Partners Podcast, where we discuss the markets, our strategies, and how to live better today while planning for tomorrow. Hello, and welcome to the Paragon Podcast. I'm Elian Mendoza, and I'm here with Evan Shorten, the firm's founder and principal. Hello, everyone. Uh, I hope you are all staying healthy, um, and I want to thank everyone for tuning into the podcast. Before we get started, I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcast app, the Stitcher Radio app, or by subscribing to our email list located on the homepage of our website at paragonfinancialpartners.com. Okay, so last week we saw increased volatility with the S&P falling 6% on the week uh, and almost 10% from its recent highs. It's our belief that with the upcoming election result and a couple other challenges, we're going to see a lot more volatility over the next few months, essentially until the presidential race is over. So Evan, can you go a bit deeper into what may increase volatility in the markets? The election is going to be a big one, no doubt. I know election day is tomorrow, November 3rd, but that just means tomorrow is the last day to cast your vote and mail-in ballots. Essentially, we're going to be on hold waiting for all mail-in votes to be counted, and with every day that passes, each candidate is probably going to declare victory, while the other is going to denounce it. It may be chaotic with candidates calling for ballot recounts and the like. Ultimately, there is going to be a lot of uncertainty surrounding the outcome of the election, and one thing that makes markets nervous is uncertainty. For the most part, U.S. equity markets favor a Trump win over Biden due to their respective tax and regulation policies. It's not unrealistic to expect the market to behave negatively on days when Biden might look like the leading candidate. The other issue, or the elephant in the room, if you will, is COVID-19. If cases continue to rise and individual states move to close down their economies again, equity markets are not going to respond well. It's not unrealistic to think markets could fall even lower than they did during the initial shutdown, especially since we no longer have as strong of an economy as we did back in March. Now, with that said, there may not be a significant second wave of COVID-19, and of course, there is always the possibility of a vaccine. Okay, now speaking of a vaccine, back in June, we posted a short blog post about making investment decisions on the possibility of a vaccine. We highly encourage you to visit our insights blog at paragonfinancialpartners.com forward slash insights to read the blog post. But this is also a good time to briefly review the realistic possibility of a vaccine and what it could mean for investors. Yes, one of the main points that we mentioned in that blog post is that vaccines take years, often decades, to be created and approved for medical use. As an example, the first Ebola vaccine was patented by the Public Health Agency of Canada back in 2003, but the vaccine wasn't approved for medical use in both the EU and the US until the end of last year, 2019. Even if a vaccine were to be discovered, it may not make much of a difference in the short term. For example, a vaccine being discovered may not actually mean 
it gains regulatory approval for medical use, or let's say a vaccine is discovered and expedited along the development process in order to distribute within the next few months, plenty of people have already raised skepticism about taking a newly developed vaccine. And to illustrate that point, a Gallup survey on COVID-19 conducted from July 20th through August 2nd of earlier this year showed that only one-third of Americans would be willing to take a vaccine if approved of the FDA and provided at no cost. A month later, the Pew Research Center conducted their own survey from September 18th through September 13th and found that 49% of Americans would not take a newly developed vaccine for COVID-19. So with that said, it's important to not make any investment decisions based on vaccine headlines, as oftentimes vaccine-related headlines create artificial market swings and then quickly markets correct back once reality sets in. Now, one last item I want to mention with respects to increased volatility is earnings season. Airlines, oil majors, and especially retail have been hit hard. And while there has been a small recovery in the last few months, it hasn't been enough to lift the economy. As an example, Amazon, who reported a solid third quarter earnings, has given negative forward guidance, saying its fourth quarter profit is expected to fall due to COVID-19 related expenses. So to sum things up, we have a feeling that the next few months are probably going to bring increased volatility, at least until the presidential race comes to a close. Markets will most likely react positively and negatively, depending upon which candidate is the winner of the day, the risk of COVID emerging, and possibly a declining earnings season. Now, with all that said, we're just one stimulus package away from providing temporary relief in the economy. However, most likely we'll, we will not see a stimulus package until the presidential race has been decided. Okay, so with increased volatility, it's now very important to review your current investment allocation. Make sure you're not taking on more risk than you should be in your current stage of life. Meaning, if you're retired, you should be significantly more conservative with investments focused more towards income. If you're transitioning towards retirement, it's important you begin transitioning your allocation from asset growth to income and asset preservation. If you're in the middle of your career or just starting out, it's important to build and maintain an emergency savings account with a minimum of six months of living expenses. And finally, don't pay attention to the headlines. Sadly, journalism today is focused on attention-grabbing clickbait headlines. Stay calm and stick to your financial plan. Yes, and if at any point you feel you need to review your financial plan or it no longer applies to your current stage in life, don't hesitate to reach out. Okay, great. With that, we hope you enjoyed tuning into the podcast and found it informative. To stay up to date, you can subscribe on the Apple Podcast app, Stitcher Radio app, or by signing up to our email list located on our homepage at paragonfinancialpartners.com. Thank you again for tuning in, and please stay safe. Paragon Financial Partners, Inc. is a registered SEC investment advisor. The broadcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered as a solicitation or offer to purchase or sell securities. The financial strategies and guidelines discussed herein 
may not be appropriate for everyone, as each individual circumstance is unique. Please review all tax information with your tax professional. Please review all legal information with your legal professional. We hope you enjoyed the Paragon Financial Partners podcast. And again, thank you for listening.